Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys for coming back for yet another episode. And it's kind of noisy in the background, forewarning, because they're blowing leaves or mowing the lawn or something. And I don't really even understand how that's going on because it is definitely raining outside. But luckily for y'all, this is going to be a continuation of uh, last week's episode, our conversation with Abigail. So if you haven't caught up, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go ahead and listen to that because after I talk to you guys right now, it's going to just pick up where we left off last week for at least for our rooted conversation. And maybe that will just be the whole episode. It depends. I haven't started editing yet. But um, thank you guys again for coming back to listen. Y'all make sure you're subscribed and you rate and you like this podcast and you share it with your friends on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, wherever you like to share things. I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, let's jump right in to part two of, you know, our mid-twenties kind of like evaluation. Anyways, last conversation we are going to discuss about being 24 um, is something that I think is near and dear to both of our hearts. Because uh, we have experienced um, 24 whole years Mm. of um, singleness. Mm. (laughs) And if there were any interruptions to that pattern, (laughs) they were brief. They were brief and short-lived. Or way too long. You know what? They could be brief and way too long (laughs) at the same exact time, boy. (laughs) But beautiful lessons learned nonetheless. Anyways, so 24 of our 24 years have been single Mm -hmm. um, as far as relationships go. And I think that is not the norm. I don't think that's the norm. For I think most twenty-four-year-old women could have a story about an ex. Mm-hmm. Um, How much uh, that situation ship and fuck that was a really long situation. Yeah, yeah. And so most most women have a story about a, an ex by the time they're our age. Can you believe? Sorry, side note, Daisy. I have to show you this text. Daisy texted Nora and I, and she said. Well, the last thing was that she got a 62 in her history test. I was like, and you're boasting. (laughs) She is so funny sometimes. Okay, here she goes. I don't think I'm ever going to get asked to prom. Sad. (laughs) I said, Nora is so funny. Nora says, LOL, you're a junior. She said, I didn't go to prom if it makes you feel better. You'll be at state anyways. Just true, that's always when they're at state. And I said, is it prom in May? This was in August. <laughs> this was like last week when she texted us. And then I was like, right. And then I said, what made you think about this so early? She's like, homecoming? People are asking folks to homecoming? Yeah, I was like, you meant homecoming? I don't know. But she's like, I don't know. All my friends are booed up. And I'm just here like. Uh, I and- share. <laughs> my heart really, I feel for her. I was like, hashtag same. Hashtag. <laughs> Story of our lives. Daisy 
it's just our fate. Cause, and Nora said, it's fake love. It's fake love. It's just convenient. Don't be distracted. <laughs> Nora's like, go get this money, sis. <laughs> and then they put the sad face, like the tears in your eyes. She's like, thank you guys. <laughs> oh. oh, the girl is struggling. Like, that's the age. It is. Boy, it is. I, I have think to. I like, felt ugly from ages uh, seven to uh, 22. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, like, I didn't even know how to respond because Daisy, she's definitely, like, more popular, I think, than Nora and I were in high school. And it's true. Like, these kids, her friends, are for real booed up. Like, I think my friends were, like, they were they were never in anything that I was interested in, like, yeah. any type of relationship. But when I see her and, like, her friends, and I see, like, especially with, like, Instagram, like, pictures can actually be cute and romantic for them. Like, I can understand, like, how she has those feelings. Like, damn, like... Am I ugly? Yeah, but... I don't know, like, I feel bad for her because I don't even know how to explain to her that it's okay because I I wasn't that pressed that by it when oh. I was her age. And it wasn't so, like, in my face All like it is for her. Yeah, so I, I know it's probably harder. I think people really kept relationships on the down low, too. Not even, like, down, but, like, I remember MySpace. I don't remember seeing a lot of people tr- pictures of people with their, like, whatever. Yeah. Space, yeah. You know? Like, it was more awkward, like, those couple pictures. Yeah. Like, it was, like, why are you in it a was bathroom? Goofy. Like, it was oh, goofy. <laughs> like, you look stupid. But now it's just, like, the norm. But anyways, I say that because, like, I tell Daisy, I'm, like, I'm, I'm literally in your shoes, you know? And all of my friends are. Like, none, all of my friends are single for the most part. Well, except the married ones, but <laughs> but it's just like no, please don't worry yourself. Don't worry yourself. So and how, maybe that's not helpful because she's like, you're still in my shoes, and, and she gets all depressed. More. I know, right? It's probably not encouraging. That's why I, I don't know what to tell her because <laughs> it's just like I know. Her oh God, sister, you got you. God got you. Mm-hmm. And your I, husband. She's probably looking at me and Nora like, is this my fate for real? <laughs> like what? My sisters are pretty. Oh no! <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Because even her and her friends, they they like put this in her too. Like I've heard her friends be like, um, "But you're so pretty. Why don't you?" About us. About me. I got. And I'm like, don't put this in her head. You you little fifteen year old. You don't know nothing. And, and now you're putting it in her head, like, your sister's so pretty. Like, do, who, does she have a boyfriend? Like, is she getting married or blah, blah, blah? What happened? I think that needs to um, change. Yeah. Because I think, too, people associate, like, I don't know. If you're pretty and don't have a boyfriend, it's like, oh, you're, she's sick or she's crazy. Yeah. Or something. So how do you address the... It's not an issue, but... The fact, the reality of singleness in your mid-twenties, um, approaching a stage. Like, I look at it, and I'm like, my mom had a four-year-old by the time she was my age. Um, I have friends who are married. Like, a lot of our friends have kids or are expecting kids. At least, uh, like, half the people I went to school with. Um, it's just... 
I don't think it phases me as much as I think it phases other people in our shoes. But how do you remain, like, okay with this <sighs> fact? Well, I remain okay with the fact because it's been a fact for it's 24 a fact. years. It's 24 years. It's all I know. Right, right. Shoot. All I know. Um, I do remember, though, for a long period of my life, until about 2017, I was always, like, because I was, like, if I don't have a boyfriend, I needed that validation. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, if I have a boyfriend, it means I can be successful. It means I can, I'm pretty. It means a lot of things. So a lot of my life, I was, like, I was chasing guys. And, like, I knew I was a catch. Like, I'm, like... Fine, I'm a baddie. Maybe not that. It was more so, I have a great personality. I'm a little <laughs> round. <laughs> I'm not like the best dresser. My hair isn't like super long. But like, oh, you know you love me. Like, you know I have a great personality. You know you like me. Right. Like, you know you like being in my presence. Right. Okay. But, um, so, especially, I think, this year, I've just kind of been wrecked. This, like, this year was the first year that I wasn't, like, really pressed and or thinking about guys. I was kind of like, nah, whatever. Like, I'm really just doing me. And because they always say, when you're not looking, that's when you're going to find it. And I'm like, That's okay. a lie, too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I think we just do it like, one day at a time. Some days be real sad. I'm like, oh, man, like, it'd be nice. But <laughs> the other day, oh God. this girl at my job was like, yeah, it's about to get cold. And I was like, yeah, that's how seasons work, you know? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I'm going to have to really, like, get my boyfriend to, like, work definitely cuddling, like, this winter. Cause it's Ew. Because it's so cold since I've, like, cuddled. And I was like, okay, cool. She's like, what about you? I was like, you know, I don't really know what it, that, I, not a, mm, Can't relate. Yeah, just mm, an interesting sensation, I, I imagine. You know what I do when it starts to get cold? I go to... Walgreens or Target and get those $1 fuzzy socks. Period. 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 That is just the comfort I need. Okay? I don't know, but as I do get older, I'm like, I want kids. I I very much am expecting a whole life. I'm not saying without, like, kids and a husband that you don't have life, but for me and my household and my spirit, (laughs) (laughs) there will be children involved. There will be a a man involved and I just think part of me is also too scared right now I don't know why I'm still scared it's because again like it might be all that I know but there's another part that I'm like I'm really good right now as Abigail and I feel like as I'm still developing and growing into who I am I don't want anyone to waste my time because again like I said if you're not helping me grow you're killing you are killing me. And so I will need to clutch you immediately. The second you even show a beam of just out, you have to go. Gotta go. But I also think for me personally, I don't see myself in Texas long term. And so for me, it's always been pointless to like try and start something um, until I'm like, I get to a place where I feel like I'm going to be rooted in at least for a while. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I do pray about this. <laughs> Often. Um, I'm not completely unbothered. Uh, my request. I'm not gonna lie, I am bothered sometimes. My requests are presented to the Lord. They are. I am bothered sometimes, but I'm also not too pressed because I'm like, I don't think I've really put in the time. Because I know people who've put in the time to be like, I'm finding a man. Yeah. And I haven't put in the time, so 
if I, I can't be mad at something that I put in time for results. And I don't really know what I mean by putting in the Me time. Me neither. I have no idea what you're but talking about. But I know some girls, like, you, if I think about girls at my job or girls who are married now or girls who, like, you know, they, they were, like, A&M girls. Like, no offense. But there are some, the, <laughs> the culture at A&M mm-hmm. is you get married real quick. Real quick. Real quick. That century tree and that's it. Yep. Turn around, you got two kids. Yep. And so I know a lot of people go with the intention of like, I need to get my degree, but also I need to find a man. Like this, this was their plan. Right. And I just, I never took the time to like have a plan. Have a plan for that. Because yeah. in my head, I'm like, it just should happen. Or I, I don't know. I never really looked. And the Lord says, search and you shall find. And I think I just searched incorrectly. So I'm kind of like, you know what? It'd be really nice if someone just chased me. Yeah, I can appreciate that. That you, you, sh- there should be some intention behind it, and I, I, I can just appreciate that. Like now, like I, I um, have never thought of it like that. Because um, I am not gonna waste my time. And that was it. someone told me when I was really young. They're like, because this girl was like stressing over breakup, and she goes, "What's your issue? You're either gonna get break up or get married. Mm-hmm. Period." Yeah. And I was like, if those are really my only two options, why would I spend all my time in like? And then there's like the idea of casual dating, like getting to know people, and getting to know what you like. Mm-hmm. And maybe just because I don't have any experience, I'm very ignorant. But I'm kind of like, I think I know what I like, and I trust myself enough to if there's like a red flag or if there's something off about someone, I won't give them the time of day. Yeah. Damn, I really like this point of the intentionality is hitting me because if you think about it everything else in your life requires you to be intentional everything yeah. else like you want to do well in school you have to be intentional right. you want to have a do well in your job work through the ranks or whatever you have to be intentional right. you want to have stronger relationships with your family with your friends you have to be intentional so I, this should be the same but I haven't thought about it like that and I think I've also just not been excited, as excited about this thing as I have been for other areas in my life where I've had to be intentional. So the other areas of my life where I've had to be intentional, like I'm actually like, okay, like I'm excited about this. Like I, I see this in my future and I want this for me. So, you know, there's more motivation. But I will say... Um, I, I'm typically not, like, too pressed until, like, for example, right now, it's, I feel like it's so normal in my class that people are like, oh, my fiancé and I, like, oh, my boyfriend and I, like, all the time, like, every, every girl I've spoken to in my program, so I'm just like, oh, shit. And I'm like one sure. of I'm one of the oldest <laughs> ones, and I'm just like oh, oh, like I'm I'm really sitting here thinking, no one is in a relationship, <laughs> no one. But most of the girls in my class are engaged, and I'm just be like looking at their fingers like oh shoot, like everyone's engaged. But um, that's the only time it's really like brought to my attention as we've gotten to this like mid twenty range mm-hmm. I've seen that it's it's harder to come by women who are single yeah. you know that are in my age group but I think that also 
two things I was going to say. One, I think the intentionality, is that a word? Yeah. Okay, I think that also for other things, it's almost quote-unquote easier because there's a kind of prescribed path, right? There's a metric. You're like, I want to do this. Okay, I go to school. That in- You know, there's a way for you to get, there's a scorecard. Yeah. For this, it's all based off of attraction, feelings, whether or not someone's willing to settle. Like, it's based off of other things that aren't necessarily metrics, but someone can really just be like, I don't want to date you just because I'm not feeling you. Like, there's no metric for that. But I think now more than ever, I have more hope that there's, like, plenty of fish in the sea. And it'll be fine. And what was my second thing? Oh, I think, too... Because I find two people are like, oh, I'm engaged, I'm married, I'm planning all the time. All the time. All the time. time. Like, it is every day. I'm just like, damn. Really? Are you sure? Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't want to. Nah. (laughs) So, part of me, part of me is like, I'd like to enjoy, like, this time because I'm also like, for me at least, I've grown a lot and I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'm not going to say it, but I just. Sometimes I'm like, how do you really know who you are if all you've ever been is in a relationship, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't get it personally because I didn't walk that path. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I've grown so much just being on my own. Fair. And to grow with someone else, I don't know what that's like yet. But I also think a lot of people that I see at least doing it, and they're, the, the ratio, I'm like, it's usually not black people it's usually not black women that i'm seeing so i'm kind of like i think race does play that there's a lot of factors people and unfortunate it's unfortunate and i think it's getting better hopefully but i think statistically just people don't find black women attractive and it's just real sad and hurtful and i want to cry sometimes because because i even look at i look at my job and beautiful women like 35 to like 45 years old like strong confident independent got their own money like dress not, take time in the morning and look like they about to michelle obama the whole thing mm-hmm. single and like I, i've had conversations with them like i want to be married i want to be engaged i want to do these things but like ain't no fish no one's interested no one's buying and i'm like god I know you love me. I know you also love that. God, oh, I know you love me. Please, oh, please, 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 please. Oh, and then I'm starting like, do I freeze my eggs? And it's just, it's just a lot. Yeah. Because like when I look at the statistics, and I, I am, I am not the statistic in the name of Jesus. Mm. I am the ex. I am the exception. Okay. Um, yeah. And I know I will get married and it'll be in God's time. I'm going to have a really nice family. All of that. But, like, the thought just comes up sometimes. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, I think of my friend group, my closest friends. Not one of us is in a relationship. Not one. Damn. Not one. And I'm like, okay, maybe do I get around? And I know there's a social aspect. Because I asked one friend. I was like, how do you meet people? She was like, friends of friends. I was like, I don't do anything. I stay in my house. So, Maybe when I'm 27, I'll start working on the social aspect oh of my life. Now, there's a lot of factors that I think play into this because, like, my friends who I'm trying to think, I don't want to. My my black friends are single. Yes. Yeah. Period. Period. 
I'm trying to. I'm really trying to think of someone who's not. But my black girlfriends, my Beautiful. closest ones, Beautiful. are single. And then my closest non-black friends are married or mm-hmm. might as well be married. <laughs> that's in, that's very interesting. And maybe I'm just jealous, but I'm like, mm, you settled. <laughs> oh, like, my God. I think I'm just jealous. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's the worst, too, because people will be like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so... I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear, hear it. I don't want to hear it. And that's probably the most. somebody, I'm like... You mean, uh, uh, please, get Buck away from me. Who's Buck? Yeah. What kind of nonsense is this one? I don't, I don't know what it is, but, and I, I think it's, I don't know, like, the whole statistic or population, but for real, with black women, like, all the, my favorite podcasters, I'm always talking about pod, a podcast, but my favorite podcasters are all led by black women. And all of them have this conversation. Like, we still single, we 40, we 30. Like, and it's just like, it's just, and I think I've gotten so comfortable with it because the women I look up to the most and I see myself in the most are single. You're so opposite. I see, I'm like, oh no. I guess, yeah, I guess we are, We no, we definitely, this is established, we're opposite in the way we think about this. But, um... I don't know, like, I know they will find their person, I guess, or whatever, and I know that, like, I'm not too opposed to casual dating either, you know, so, and... I just don't know how to do that. We're different in the sense where, like, you can be like, bye, and I'll be like, wait, wait, come back, back. let's try to... I I really try, like, I really vetted you, and so let me make sure I'm right. Yeah. No, like, I'm not too, um... Opposed to casual dating, have don't have much experience in that either. <laughs> but it just seems like it it kind of offsets the I guess the negative self thoughts that can come mm-hmm. if you are like casually dating. I feel like that reduces some of the like, am I am I ugly? Am I you know like See, some? I don't know. I, I I don't really know if that's true. Um, I think it helps because, I mean, attractiveness, like, you're attracted to men, so if a man man finds you attractive, like, that helps. That does help. I don't care who says what. Like, if someone that you don't think is completely hideous thinks you're attractive or gives you the time of day to even look your way and, like, smile or something, there will be a part of you that's like, okay, I'm cute because this person that I could be attracted to thinks I'm attractive. Right. Period. Yeah. And so, uh, I guess we get a little real here, a little open. (laughs) For me, like I said, I thought I was ugly my whole life. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but like getting into like, you know, shape and all this stuff and um, like getting more, I guess, compliments from my friends. Like, oh, you look good in this. Oh, you look good in that. I'm kind of like, hmm, the real test will be like when I reach, you know, my health goals and like have my body the way it's looking and, you know, feel beautiful. Though I don't want to admit, I do think there's a part of me that's kind of like, I wonder if the guys will start coming then. And if, if they don't start coming then, I think I may be a little more discouraged for a yeah. while than I used Because I was like, okay, there's definitely something wrong with me. Because at that point, I'm like, I know my personality's great. You know, body's banging. I, I'm just ugly. And it's okay. <laughs> But I'm not saying that I feel this or like any way at all, but 
sometimes it's that a thought, thought comes was to my head and I'm yeah. like, hmm, interesting. That's just a rebuke you with the name. That's fair. And I think we all have that maybe like demonstrated in different ways. Like I might, for me, I think, um, I don't know. Like there's some things like I, I'm starting to get more sensitive about my teeth. So I'm like, what is wrong with your teeth? <laughs> They're yellowing, like no. exponentially. Okay, all this They're freaking not, coffee. Dude. No, they are. Especially every time I see my sisters. I'm okay, like, she also Damn. whitens them. Both of my sisters. Do both of them go to mint dentistry? No, Daisy just got white teeth. Okay, Daisy's young. I know. I had white teeth too when I was her age. It's just. I'm so stop that, drinking coffee. I know I can't. Okay, so they I have need to switch. Teeth. You know what? Wait. <laughs> I don't have time for complaints that are fixable. Okay, I'm just trying to say <laughs> that we all have our thing that we feel like you know. If this was better about me, yeah, maybe I would have like I would attract more people. Right, but. At the end of the day, we, I think we know that that's not true. Yeah. We know that's not true because there's been, like, I've, I've seen for myself and I feel like my, my body fluctuates a lot Mm -hmm. and I've seen like seasons where I've had more luck or more (laughs) juice or whatever. Juice. And I know I look better now. Like, I know I do. I know I look so I look at those, I'm like, damn. Like, y'all, y'all were really just after anything. Anything that walked. Anything that walked. Because I wasn't cute at all. So You were, though, but carry on. <laughs> thank you. That's so kind. But I see, like, differences. And I'm like, no, because at that point, I probably would have thought, once I look like this, mm-hmm. like, that would have been it or something. So I just know that we, we all have that... Um, Underlying, and it's not a good like underlying toxic thought yeah. that creeps in because it's not healthy and it's not true. And also, I feel like if we like feed those thoughts and like commit to them and listen to them, when we do get to whatever the next level, and we are attract, let's say you do have more people attra- like coming up to you or I got like, juice. whatever you got Let's a little say, bit more a, juice. not a little bit a pitcher a you pitcher, got a pitcher juice. A lemon, uh, chick-fil-a lemonade oh, juice oh lord okay so you have more juice at that season i i know that i would feel like um more uh i don't know what the word is like itemized or materialized uh, like i wouldn't be feeling as confident in the relationship. Yeah. I know I would be feeling more insecure than probably I did prior. So I've also had this talk in my head. It looks like you have a blue wig on. Like, (laughs) it keeps throwing me off. I'm like, it's a scarf, it's a scarf, it's a scarf. Um, I've also tossed that around in my head and I've always been like, any dude I knew from the past, I decided to slide in after I done got slim thick with my cute Mm -hmm. He's ex. Because you knew me before. So anyone new who comes in, they're going to have, I'm not, oh, let me, disclaimer, I'm not saying X to anyone old, just, just don't raise an eyebrow, like, mm. I, I, no, I'll call you out and be like, so what? Nora's good for that. So what, did you, did you? Nora is good for Cause that. Because it's true, because yeah. it's like, I've always known I'm a great person, you were my friend, you knew I was a great person, so yeah. what, I just didn't look the way you wanted me to look, well right. guess what, keep looking, because that's all you're going to do. 
Um, Damn, this could be a whole conversation because I know I've, I know I was supposed to be born a F boy. Like if God couldn't have had me a man because I would have been like a dog. I know I would have because I've caught myself like the things I would not want anyone to think of me, I've thought towards men. Really? Not in a bad way, but I've seen guys glow up. I'm like, damn. You know, and I'm just But like, I think everyone does, does that. Like, not, like... But I know, like, I would act on it. If I was... Uh, like, I would I would be like, hey, you done glowed up. Like, if I was... Just like that, I would. the hot slap you would receive. I know, I know, but I've, I, I have not done that because <laughs> I know, like, as... Unlike the guys who have tried to talk to me, I have a little bit more <laughs> reason and sense and empathy, and I think before I speak. But the thought has been in my mind, like if I if I wasn't um, sensitive like to the emotion of people, like some of these aren't, um, I I would want to be like, okay, I see you, like what's up? So yeah. like I I know I could do that. So I that's how I know I would probably be feeling more insecure if I yeah. wait for that kind of achievement or whatever. But, for me, at least, I don't know. In that regard, because I've never been the girl that people, like, sexualize. Sexualize, that's the word I wanted I've to say. I've never been that girl. And I'm not saying that, like, anyone should be or whatever, whatever. But I'm not going to lie to you and say that I've never wanted to be that girl. Because it looks like that girl's living the life. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, from the outside looking in, like, she probably does for, like, a piece of me. Mm-hmm. You know? Um... So I don't know. I've like I said, like I've never walked in those shoes, and maybe maybe I will, and hopefully it's like for a week. I'm like, okay, got that out of my system. Uh, <laughs> wow. But I don't know. I just it's 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 weird. That whole realm it scares me sometimes. Yeah. And I know from myself, anything I do, I'm gonna commit to wholeheartedly, and so I always think like you know. I have dreams, goals, hopes, and aspirations that are going to come to pass. All of them. And I just remember how sidetracked I got with my situationships. That I'm like, mm, if God really dropped, like if I was really out here trying to find a man, none of my dreams would come true. Yeah. Zero of them, period. Yeah. Or they would have came, like the, the success I'm having Delay. now would have been delayed until... Mm-hmm. 2040. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and so I, I have to be grateful for where I'm at. And I will say, though, though I've never had a consistent stream ever of, <laughs> of um, male attraction, the little drops that I have had have been... So, like, oh, like, the guy on the plane that one time. I like Complete him. stranger. And it really... That was a good a good moment. For me, I was like the quote unquote romance that I would want and that I would enjoy does exist, you know, because of these little drops that I'll get yeah. here and there. So I'm almost like, okay, though it may be fun to walk around and be like, everybody want me. <laughs> I know for the <laughs> for the person that I am, it would be that person at the grocery store or like yeah. me at Barnes and Noble. Girl, I said man, I really want to meet my guy at a Barnes and Noble, like, reading a book. And I was like, sis, what was the last time you, you was reading a book at Barnes and Noble? <laughs> I was like, mm. 
14 years old. Exactly. When was the last time yes, you that's not happening. Yeah. But I don't know. That'll be an interesting phase. And I always get nervous. I'm like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do with like, my friends like, are in a relationship. I think I'd be when a jealous are. girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, you're always hanging out with him. <laughs> you never answer my calls. <laughs> but I know if it was me, I'd be like, can you like, back up? Oh my gosh. No, I think it'd be... You're so much more romantic than I am. I am hopelessly romantic. Yeah. Katy Perry said, if it's not like the movies, that's how it should be. And I have faith because Tori Kelly said, Dear No One, Here Is Your Love Song. And she got her Dear No One. No. Mm. Every time I see her with her man, I'm like, I want to play that song. I'm like, cause you if you're know. out there, I swear to be good to you, cause I'm done looking. Cause when the time is right, you'll be here. But for now, dear no one, this is your love, love song. song. Deep. My Damn, heart. Tori Kelly. She's inspiring. Yeah, that's she has a beautiful little story going on, but I don't know this. It, it is hard. And I think, I guess the encouragement piece, I would say, is just like, know what you're capable of. And oh, never settle. Never settle. Period. Never settle. Yeah, never settle. Ever. Like, there's, there's no, it's a waste of time to settle and be unhappy or to feel like... You will always harbor that bitterness. Yeah, you will. And don't settle and also don't, like... I've learned another thing about being 24. I've learned that I'm right. I'm right. I'm, I'm not that I'm always right, but when I know that I know that I know, I know. Say it again. When I know that I know that I know that I know, then I know. And that's just it. So there's no, I feel like you don't have to feel like you need to justify anything, whether you're justifying your singleness or justifying your relationship. I don't think you should ever be in a position where you have to justify things. And I feel like I've been trapped there before my own doing, whether it's towards my singleness or situationships or whatever. Just that, like, that, uh, I don't know, that game of justification. It's not a good, it's not a good game to play. It's not a good gamble. And it's just better off you just do the things that you don't have to justify. Engage in the um, activities or behaviors, relationships that you're happy with, you're content with, that add meaning and value to your life and are not distracting to your purpose, to your goals, and to your vision. Like you said, like the delay that would have hit would have been something serious. So if you're in a a season of singleness and you feel like, you know, I'm too big for this, I'm too grown for this, (laughs) I'm too grown to be single, um, do not be discouraged or dismayed. There's Mm -hmm. a reason you don't understand or, like, we, we're sitting here trying to understand it. But truly, like, this is just... It's going to work out. It's going to work one out. one aspect of life. It's one very small yet so complicated aspect of life. And, like, we, we've just expressed, like, there's so 
much more to us that we have learned, that we have grown from, areas in our life that are... I, I can't imagine a relationship right now. This is going to sound so dark, but I cannot imagine a relationship being more valuable than any of the other lived oh, experiences amen. that I'm going through right now. Yeah. Like I can, I've not found the one to where so I could say horrible. none of them, not a number, not a person who I, a, like a male partner or whatever relationship that I could prioritize right. or even, I can't, I can't, I don't have, I don't have the capacity. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. So we discussed like intentionality. There's that component to it. We, we know, we admit we're not the most intentional people in this mm-hmm. field. Um, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Give me like four years. I might start becoming intentional. I wonder when it will hit me. Like, I don't know. I and feel it like. it never hit you. It may not. But I, I just. I don't know. Like, I just, I'm not too excited about being in a relationship, but I want to be, I want to be like, I want to have like the movie. Like I want someone to change my mind. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I I don't like hold my breath for it, but if it came, like I would, I feel like I would cry. I feel like I would, yeah, I see. It's true what they say. I think one of my guy friends once told me, let him go. Because a guy, when a guy knows, he knows. And he'll do whatever it takes to make sure that you are his. And I will really, cry. That really stuff. So, like, I, I do love that aspect. And I'm when you were talking about, like, intentionality, I was, like, and not being able to be with someone in the season. I started to think about, like, all the friends that I have. And I was, like, my thing has always been, like, my little, my brothers treat me very well. Oh, yeah. And my cousin and Dave, shout out to him, Dave. Treats, they, they all three treat me very well. And so I'm like, okay, if someone doesn't treat me like, you know, my cousin and my brothers do, like, bye. Like, mm-hmm. I have a standard in that regard. Yeah. And then I think about my the friends. The men in your life, like, right. they've been an example. Exactly. And then yeah. I think about my friends and, like, like we say all the time, like, if I don't have the relationship with him that I have with you or That with is Andrew, a major key. Like, I want someone to wear, like, it's almost like, I want to continue this conversation, but he's calling, and like, I hope he'd be a little jealous, but because everyone be. wants me, I would be. Jealous. I just threw you into the call, yeah. But like, like the other day, like, like I was telling you, and girl texted me, she's like, Hey, like, come over and grab some, like, I have something for you, and I was like, Oh, a gift, I love gifts, but she like made me lunch, and I was like, That's so nice, but Very things nice. like that, I'm like. My friends treat me really well. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to accept... If you're trying to take... Yeah. If you're trying to take, like, that kind of role in my life... Because, essentially, like, my boyfriend ought to be my best friend. Right. Um, So, if that's... You you got shoes to fill. You do. There are definitely huge shoes to fill. And we talked about this in other episodes. And it's kind of like the thread throughout this podcast like friendship is so important it it's a mirror to like who you are and, and the relationships to, you're willing to accept. exactly just a mirror of the relationships you are willing to accept so um when you don't have strong friendships you don't have that like perspective on mm-hmm. what you deserve or what um what is acceptable and what is what you're accustomed to if you don't have solid friendships. Right. So that is a that's a good point too. 
And these guys, they have not been filling these shoes well. Not yet. And I will say, their brains aren't fully developed until they're like 27. I can't give them that. So there's I that. I cannot. But I also, I know, I know of two men. We'll see. When I'm 27, I better see some type of a shift. No, no, what happens now? You look for the men who are 28. Right. Well, I don't know, man. But my thing is, like, I know of all the guys that I know, the ones that I know now, at least, I know two mm-hmm. that I'm like, you are very respectable men. Like, I want to spend time around you because you are the, you have attributes and sense. <laughs> and like the type of person that like I would want to be with you have those attributes and now that I know that those two guys exist I'm like there have to be more like you granted okay. one of them his circle he's learning that he is the outlier in his circle because of his rank and the other one I'm sure he, he's got a sphere of influence and people who are like minded like yeah. him and so I'm just kind of like, I don't think I am in a position where I am, whether it be in Dallas or where I am right now to where those kind of people that I'm looking for are at. But I do know once Got I you. arrive there. Got you. Because I know I, I, I want a man who knows what he wants. And like, I know, I know everything that I can contribute. Yeah. And so someone's like, one guy was like, oh, your standards are way too high. I'm like, why? I need someone who's going to rise. Right. Why? You want me to look? Bread rises. Mm-hmm. And that's why we like bread. Mm-hmm. Flatbread is good, but like, if Olive Garden breadsticks were flatbreads, who who'd be going there? Not I. Not I. Look, that's a good point. And I just don't think we're in the realm. Like, there's who? Where have you been yet in your life? You're like, wow, like you are deaf. And I, I'm just not there yet. Yeah, I'm, that's deaf for me. That's definitely true. I. As much as I want to just be like, these guys don't exist, I know I haven't been in position. Right. I haven't been positioned around the company I'd like to keep. And the guys that I've had interactions with, looking back, we're in college. Like, as this, well, for the most part, we're in college. But for the most of the (laughs) interactions, I was not in a position to be like entertaining these guys or like um seriously vetting these guys like for any type of quality you know so um i'd want to put all the blame on them but i know like it has a lot to do with like you said like your positioning Mm -hmm. your like what is around you what are you aligned with at that moment in this season but like i said i'm not too pressed about it but I'm, I'm looking. I'm very pressed. Oh, I'm a panini. <laughs> panini. I'm a panini. Oh, panini. That song is growing on me. What? Why are you such a meanie? What? You have not heard this song oh, no. by Lil Nas X? Mm. Hey, panini. Don't you be oh, a meanie? Oh, yes, I dun, have. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's so cute. I like him. But, um. Hey, panini. Don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go. I'm, I am looking forward. I need, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone a little bit and go to places where it's not, because the people I'm around is not the scene for me. Mm-hmm. And so I want to go to those areas where I feel like this is, this is what I want. You know, I have to be around those people. So if I'm interested in 
this is an example, but like if I'm interested in professionals or let's say educators and I'm not like an educator myself, like I cannot expect like an educator to just show up. So if I, not to say that you should be attracted to like a career field or something, but (laughs) But let's be real. If you work on Wall Street and you're me, you can sponsor me. Come on now. Yeah. So if you, if you already have like a, a genre that you're interested in, but your band's not playing in that genre, you have to go to other concerts and shows. So, yeah, I need to be more intentional about that. And and I think I'm I'm hopeful with a grain of salt. You've only, you haven't even seen all of Texas. I know. And then we also are in the South. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I will say it here. I said it here first. Mark our words. In the South, I have not had luck. It, I, it, it can be Florida. It can be Atlanta. It can be Oklahoma. It can be... The girl Indiana. is well-traveled. <laughs> she is. I have, And again, maybe I wasn't looking. Maybe I wasn't in the right place. But even in the places where you know people will get looks, it was never me. Granted, might have been ugly. <laughs> That's also a factor. I will travel the South again once I'm like all the way correct. But I can't. Um, I will say though, even in my maybe ugly phases, when I traveled outside of the South, so the Midwest or um, the East Coast or West Coast, I was getting some looks. Now it wasn't steady streams. I was getting some no it wasn't steady streams but I was like it was just reminders that like look Abigail you ain't even scratched the surface of what's out there yeah that's true that is a good point there's so many people in this world that is a good point I'm not well traveled and these Texas boys have been hella discouraging (laughs) hella discouraging oh I'd also like to put out a disclaimer um All of the thoughts, ideas, and opinions are my own, and I do reserve the right to grow as a person. And so if I come on here, you know, two, three years from now, a week from now, a month from now. A week from now? (laughs) And my mindset, ideas, or my... If it changes, I'm a person. I'm a person. Be gracious. I can grow and, you know, yeah, because, you know, when when my life pops off, I'm not trying to be a... Well, she said in uh, 2019. Yeah, relax. Okay, chill. This is my disclaimer that I may grow and these ideas might change. Yeah, that is a great disclaimer. And um, as for for me and this podcast, that that disclaimer is just the standard for every single episode you have listened to. It's in the policies. It's in the policies and the bylaws. It's in the fine print. Read it. Yeah. The terms and agreements you just accepted. Yes, you have accepted to these terms and agreements. I don't want your hateration um, in the future. But I think I'm going to... What? The last I'm going to say is maybe two. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll learn how to shoot my shot. I think I got a nice little layup now. Yeah. I'll learn how to shoot it. Okay. But like I told you, I tried to shoot my shot the other day and someone said, thanks, Pippin. <laughs> thanks, Pippin. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Nah. I think there's also an episode you guys can listen to. It's about shooting your shot. Um, I said I won't do it, but I will be a good backboard. You know, when they're like, Aim for the backboard, or like that little square in the back. I did play basketball, so yes. Okay, I'll position myself. I will position myself 
smoothly, and then it's just up to you to aim and shoot. But I don't think I will shoot. I'm very direct, though. Because I don't like to waste time. And there it is. Like, that's our fundamental difference. Like, you're a little pressed. I'm not. Like, so if it... But then sometimes I'm just like... There have been times that I felt like I am interested in this guy. He don't know I exist. But, yeah, like, I haven't... The guys I'm, like, the most interested in, they have no idea who I am. So there have been times where I'm just like, I'm interested and, like... The best thing for me to do would just to be upfront about it, you know? But I guess I'm just kind of stubborn, and I just feel like, you should be interested, too. Can't you feel my vibes? Can't you feel my energy? Honestly, like, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn in that way, but, but then honestly, again... Honestly, I don't give men too much credit, but also because, like, if a guy was flirting with me, I would have no idea until I was like, oh, is he, like, flirting, flirting? <laughs> so, no. Yeah, no. I. That's why I like to be really, like, clear-cut and straightforward like hey granted i haven't done it in a long time i only do it when i start to get tired about how i'm feeling and like yeah this game yeah like it's been uh two hours can you <laughs> no i'm kidding like, it's been two months like pick come on yeah i wouldn't keep talking to you right yeah okay and lastly um i think i'm gonna split this into two episodes but i'm sorry you always do that when i'm on no it's good it's good and um I like I like it. I like the conversation better this way. Last last thing to close this discussion about I'm so sorry. It's okay. That scared the crap out of me. Last thing to close the discussion about singleness in your mid twenties. How do you deal with uh, pressures um, to marriage? No one's have pressuring you, me. Have you faced Pressures no one's pressuring me. Okay. My mom will say here and there, I want grandkids, and I really can just look at her like you have a you have a yep. son who yep. is older than me. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to him. Um, and sometimes some uncles will be like, it is. Yeah. Some uncles will be like, hey, so where's your husband? Where's your? I'm like, why not? I'm getting old. Uh, well, me. Oh, I'm just not gonna waste my time with anybody. Well, okay. It's not just boys are stupid. And honestly, like, I'm, I'm not trying to have, not all men. Okay, well, you find me somebody who's worthwhile. And I will just kind of put the pressure back on them. Because it's like, one, it's my life. Don't tell me what to do. Again, it goes back to the whole people trying to tell women what to do and put us in a box. Leave me alone. Period. Leave me alone. And you don't think I think about this already? Shut up. <laughs> I hate that. Like, when someone wants to, like, press you about something, like, it's already on the forefront right. of your mind 24-7. Yeah. yeah, but no one's really pressuring me, and I think too my family's really supportive of like, my mom has always trusted all of my decisions since I turned eighteen. She's trusted all of my decisions. I've always been a person like I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna sway me because I don't do stupid things. Um, but she's always trusted my decisions, and here and there she'll like ask just to be curious. Which is weird because, like, she growing up, it was no boys. If it's if a boy touches you, you'll be pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just there's no pressures, and if there are, like, I just kind of give it back to them. And yeah, yeah, get off me, get off me, get off me, fam. Yeah, I'm similar. Like I 
grateful. I'm really grateful that my parents haven't been the type to like pressure me about getting married. Um, definitely, it's it's going to be from aunts and uncles. They're the old, they're always the ones like y'all aren't even my parents. Like go talk to your children. Yeah, like and I'm just like, and I I don't know if I saw it on Instagram, but I think it was. I was like, what? One day I want to have the boldness to be like, I don't want to be like you. Like, what What have you demonstrated right. that should inspire me to be married? Please, please show me. Please show me the, the fruits of your relationship that I should be just eager to hop into one. Why? Right. Why? Please demonstrate I don't see it. the love. I don't see it. I don't. I see. I have seen. There, I haven't seen it. So before, and it'll be those. It'll be that. It'll be that auntie, that uncle, that like, you know, they have their issues. That will be the ones on your neck. And I'm just like, I don't, leave me alone. I'm just trying to avoid, avoid. I'm trying to learn from your mistakes. Okay. Because like times are different. Yeah. And I think. so different. And I think with pressure in general, like as a blanket statement, that is a really good thing to keep in mind that things are so different. So we have to be gracious to these elders i guess who are who may be putting pressure on us that this is what they know like them seeing us in in this stage of our life and not being married or without prospect to marriage is kind of strange and not like used to it so i have to i have to remind myself like breathe in breathe out it's okay like everyone has a set of norms that worked for them and they just want the best for us um, but their perspective is like, there's so many people, you people are so connected, Facebook, Instagram, you people see each other. I hate And that. then I'm like, yeah, you had like the people two blocks away and at church, there's so many people, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, and even as of late, cause again, I've always been a hopeless romantic, but the thought that I've had lately is like, man, what if I think I found someone, but then I ended up settling. That that because I'm like there's you... so many people yeah I'm like I haven't met everyone but I'm like you can't meet everyone yeah yeah that's true but be gracious to those who are pressuring you and don't take pressure too seriously even from yourself yeah not society from yourself you be. exactly not from yourself not from society not from the people who are closest to you um, not from your school yeah you really have to trust that. Your process and your story. Exactly. It's working out for our good. It's already been written. Exactly. It has been written. And just if you let that pressure like lead you, okay. it will lead you to Divorce. bad place. <laughs> A lot of rehab. Divorce. <laughs> oh my goodness. I said it. Hey, I'm not mad at you. That is truly don't settle. Truly, Look. like there's if if you think about the pros and cons. Okay, succumb to the pressures and just spend too hey, much you. money on a wedding. Yeah, hey you, come on, let's do this. Or just be single. Take your time. Take your time. There's there's no additional benefit either way. 
whether you're single or in a relationship. There are, there tax, are tax benefits yeah. when you are married. Yeah, there are some benefits, of course, to being in a relationship, especially a healthy relationship. But definitely, that's the key word. It has to be a healthy relationship built off the right foundation. So don't allow pressures to, to dictate mm-hmm. your pace. Mm-hmm. They should have... Pastor Yamio. No, <laughs> they should have no say in your pace and in your walk, especially pressures from yourself. I think for me, that has been my thing because it hasn't been for my mom or my sisters. Like we all kind of in the same boat, like, hey, man, <laughs> it's not to be us ladies for life. <laughs> but um, the pressures from myself, like maybe I just don't give things a chance or maybe like just that justification I was talking about, just pressuring myself to like do what you're supposed to be doing at this age or something and it's stupid like it is so stupid don't don't do it to yourself enjoy your life um if you're single it's from for a reason if you're in a a relationship it ought to be for a reason and if not use this time to reflect on your relationships are they healthy are they strong are they growing unnecessary are they feeling your purpose um you should be answering if you're not growing you are dying yeah you should be answering those questions confidently with security and with gusto Um, smoke gusto get out of here (laughs) (laughs) i know words girl daisy's taking her sat on saturday helping her with these words man yeah singleness even some of my ideas have changed prior when I was just like oh no I gotta we gotta be dating for five years before we even think marriage I legit for the last couple of weeks have been we can do six months uh, I said a year six months was a little too soon but I'm like I I'm at a place where I'm like I'm pretty I am you get what you get Mm -hmm. and I trust my judgment so I'm kind of at least now I trust my judgment a lot more Yeah. so if someone came and like he was kind of sweeping me off my feet a year would have to a year and a half to be together, one year engaged. That's two and a half years. So by then I'd be like, okay, so all this honeymoon feelings would have worn off. Yeah. But I'm like three years, that's fine. Uh, My timeline really, because I had trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> but for what? Like there was no one. No one. No, I think you had reason to have trust I issues. Guess. Yeah, you did. I had many reasons. Yeah. I've forgiven the whole male population, just FYI. That's what 2019 <laughs> has been about. Peace in myself is forgiving you all. Mm-hmm. We're starting self care. Right. In 2020, you're all clean slate. Clean slate. I, I'm going to do that. That's a good Everyone idea. Have a clean slate. All the men, everybody. In my past, present, and future, clean slate. Clean slate for y'all in 2020. Damn. Clean slate. You're going to have to remind me of that when I want to be. I'm not too bitter. Like, I don't think I am. I'm not bitter at all, really, to, like, male relationships in the past. Um, but I do want to have a more of an open mind, because I think that does hinder me. Like we were talking about earlier. You like might be too open sometimes. That I have an open mind? It'd be too open. So, too much open that you just let people back. And I'm like, mm, put up a wall. Just, like, one pillar. And you're like, here we go. Open the door. I'm like, no. How about we just like bolt it and open and talk through the the crack? The crack. Yeah, yeah. I can be just like nonchalant, I guess. But 
It's because I have don't have like the optimist. Like I don't really have the the. I don't know. It's just what's the word like. But there's no anticipation. Like when I trust that I'm not anticipating you to offer me anything of substance, I feel like, oh, I can just, eh, like you can be here. It's not. I know I'm not gonna gain anything. Think how that affects the other person. I know. I'm telling you. I'm. God told me I couldn't be a boy. I would be ruining lives. God bless America. I would be ruining lives. How do you know you haven't ruined lives as a girl? Because I remember some conversations. You know what? A a guy has asked me that before, and I was just like, "It's not that deep," but I know that's what they're saying. Yeah, y'all, y'all. Some of the things this girl say, like, or she would say to guys, I'd be like, "That's really mean." Like, I'm like, if I, if a guy ever said that to me, I would actually be ready to kick him in the throat. Yeah, yeah. I I probably need some more of you, and I need some more of you. Honestly, you guys, if her and I were meshed into one, we'd be the perfect human. We would be. We would be so quality. Boy. Damn. Anyways, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope you enjoyed this two-part series. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, just us talking about uh, stepping into our... Mid twenties, we are both twenty four years old, and I will be twenty five in a couple months. Here, I want to do something for my birthday. That's what you said. Okay, and I know I'm probably not. No, but you should. It's twenty twenty. Twenty 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 five. I'll be twenty five in twenty twenty. Start saving that coin. I want to be somewhere warm though. Uh huh. Okay, you guys. Um. Thank you for <laughs> joining us in this two-part series. Please, if you know where I can be warm um, with a select group of people um, during Aquarius season, please uh, message me on Instagram at yams and potatoes, or you know, email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com or send Abigail at a cheery girl. Um, on Instagram, her information will be in the episode notes as well as mine. So you can tell us where we can be warm for my 25th birthday this January 31st, 2020. Um, just an FYI, um, I'm running to start collecting on yams and potatoes because I am the one who created that name. So. You did? Yes. We were in the kitchen at Gateway and I called you yams and potatoes. I was like, you tried that yesterday. And I was like, I really like that you called me that. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad we have this recorded. So yeah. I would need, that's a trademark. I'm trademarking that. Okay, yeah. Abigail did um, give me the name Yams and Potatoes. How long? That was six, seven years ago. Me and Joe celebrated six years, years of friendship the other day. Y'all weren't friends before college? We knew each other, but it was kind of like, oh, yeah. Um, she was the first person I noticed my weight loss junior year. I didn't know of college? Was. No, of high school. Oh. She was like, you look really good. I was like, thank you. Thanks, Andre. Andrelli. That's so sweet. We love her. We love her here. She loves her. I like her a little bit. Okay, yeah. I love you, Andrel. Abigail. Um, oh, we have another segment. 
Okay, you guys, if you made it this far, that means you made it through my disgusting snotty nose all throughout the episode. I don't know what was going on with me, but thank you for your patience. Also, if you made it this far, that means you're aware that I tried to post this earlier in the week and it failed to upload. There was no sound. And here we are. We made it. We persevered. We endured. And I tried again. Abigail's on FaceTime with me. I don't know why she wants to interject right now. But (laughs) we made it, you guys. I'm appreciative of y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Everything you need, everything you want is in the episode notes. Make sure y'all check that out. It takes time to type in all that stuff. So please check it out for any details. My Instagram, Abigail's Instagram, and of course, where you can contact me, rootedwithyams at gmail.com. You guys have a great, marvelous, blessed week. Bye-bye.